Hey you guys, and welcome to The Rachel Holloman Show, where taking control of your life has never been more satisfying, fun, and simple. We'll be discussing things that will help you take control of your life in all different areas, providing you helpful tips, tricks, and advice. In today's episode, in light of Christmas happening in a few weeks, I am so excited, I wanted to take it back to why Christmas even started in the first place. We're going to dive into how important Mary's yes was to God's plan and how important your yes could be to what the Lord is putting on your heart. So without further ado, you know what to do. Grab your coffee or tea and let's get started. And yes, guys, I did say tea because I just started drinking tea and I am currently loving it. I am loving the London fog, by the way. So yes, new kind of intro, grab your coffee or tea and let's get started, guys. Are you guys ready for this week's weird but true fact? Here we go. The majority of people in Iceland believe in elves. A 2007 University of Iceland survey found that 62% of Icelanders believe in real-life elves. In 2014, protesters claimed a proposed highway would destroy an elf church, which to many was just a gigantic rock. Though the rock weighed 70 tons and required a crane to move it, the preservation of places important to elves is significant to Icelanders. The country's elf history dates back to Viking-era poems from around the year 1000. To Icelanders, these elves are not tiny figures who build toys for Santa. They actually look very much like humans and can range in size. So crazy, right? I hope you guys enjoyed this week's Weird But True Fact. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'm so happy you guys are here. We are actually going to be starting out in Luke today. And I'm really excited about this episode because our church just started a new series called Do You See What I See? And it's in Luke talking about the birth of Jesus. And I'm just so excited because Christmas is right around the corner. So what better way leading up to Christmas than going in the Gospels and just reading about the birth of Jesus and how it all went down. So if you guys want to turn to Luke 1 today, we're going to read verses 26 through 38. Yes. It's a lot of verses, but I think it's super, super important. So starting in verse 26, it says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He'll be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. 
And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Wow, crazy, right guys? A lot going on there. So I kind of want to kick off this episode by saying God comes to the unlikely and does the impossible. As you can see in this scripture that we just read, God sent the angel Gabriel to a teenager, Mary, who was maybe 14 or 15 years old, very young. And the angel Gabriel delivered life-changing news to Mary on what seemed like a normal day to her. Like, I don't know what I was doing at 14, 15 years old, probably playing with my friends, like not worrying too much about life, just playing and having fun. And maybe Mary was doing the same thing, but an angel from the Lord delivered life-changing news to her. And she was told she would become pregnant and give birth to a son and name him Jesus. Imagine receiving this news as a young teenager ready to be married and who is a virgin. Although Mary doubted in the beginning, as you could see, she let her trust in God overtake her feelings. The angel Gabriel brought up a tangible example for Mary, her relative Elizabeth. And she was called barren, as old as she was. Was told she was barren, could not bear children. But... The Lord did what seems impossible to us. No matter what other people said or thought or how they reacted, the Lord did what he planned to do. Elizabeth got pregnant and was six months pregnant when the Lord came to Mary at this time. As the angel Gabriel states, nothing is impossible with God. And we see that in verse 37. Very powerful right there. And as Mary's eyes were opened with what the angel Gabriel was telling Mary and giving examples to Mary, her eyes were opened and she said yes to this life-changing news. Her yes was life-changing for not only her, but for all of us today. Because of Mary's yes, Jesus, the savior of the world, was born. Now, wow, that is crazy. No matter how much maybe how scared she was or how she doubted in the beginning, she wanted God's plan for her life. And I think we, we can relate that most definitely to ourselves. No matter where you're at right now in your life, maybe you don't want to be where you're at right now. Maybe you see yourself doing something else or you want to do something else. But have you ever thought to pray about it? And maybe you have, I don't know. But I know from past experience, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And sometimes I didn't always consult God on that. I just went ahead and did what I wanted to do because I thought that was the best thing for me at that time. But obviously looking back and with the wisdom I have gained over the years and from past experiences, I can see that no, those were not the best things for me at that time. Maybe the choices I wanted to make or what I wanted to do. And I truly believe I had to go through things in order to come out on the other side, having that wisdom and that knowledge and seeing God's protection through all of that and just his love and how good he is. So I want you to think about what the Lord has been putting on your heart. 
maybe in your quiet time in the word and your prayers and through other people speaking into your life, do you feel like the Lord has placed something on your heart? If yes, have you done anything about it? Have you taken action? Have you even prayed about it? Sometimes the Lord asks us to take a big step only because he knows we need to take it with him. And I truly believe that that's so important. Sometimes the Lord asks us to take a big step only because he knows we need him to take it. He knows we are capable of only so much. We need his hand in order to take the next step with everything, guys. Whether you believe that or not, we need him each and every day guiding us because we can get off track so easily if we're not careful, if we don't have the right community around us, if we're not in the word, if we're not seeking him, the enemy can easily come into our lives, open door and guide us the wrong direction. So like Mary, maybe you need to obey and accept what the Lord is asking you. And here's a little bit of some story time right now. When I was in college, nearing the end of college, I thought I knew what I wanted to do. I thought I had it all planned out. I thought I wanted to move to LA, okay, and backup dance and do music videos and get an agent and do all of that exciting, exciting thing that I thought was, you know, the best for me at that time. I went to school for dance. Um, I wanted to pursue this dream. I thought that's what I wanted to do. But then I laid down my plans for his purpose. And sometimes that's not always easy. Sometimes that's not always comfortable. Sometimes that's not what we want to do. I mean, nine times out of 10, that's probably not what we want to do. But it's what's good for us. It's what we need. And when I really laid down what I wanted, my desires for what he wanted, he totally, totally, totally took me down a completely different path. Now, am I still dancing? Yes, but in a different way. But my life panned out totally differently than I thought it would have. And let me just tell you, it's way better than I could even imagine, could have ever imagined at that time, right? So... When I laid that down, when I prayed to him, when I asked him what I should do, as seniors at UNCSA, you have an exit interview with the dean. And I had my exit interview with my dean. And it went wonderful. I loved my dean. It was great. But then I got an email the next day saying that she wanted to see me again and discuss um, a future possibility, future opportunity. And I had no idea what this was going to be about. You know, I was like, all right, Lord, like this is unusual. I'm the only one that she wanted to see again. Like what's going on? I thought the, you know, the interview went great. And so the next day I go and I sit in her office and she offers me a job. Now, before I graduated, I didn't know exactly what I was going to do money-wise, job-wise, you know, I I had to find something. I was planning to just maybe be a waitress or work in a coffee shop or something to make ends meet at the time before um, I decided to make that big move and what I wanted to do. Um, but she offered me this job at the school and it was to teach and it was to become an administrative assistant. Now, 
Since I was a little girl, I always wanted to teach. That was always a dream of mine. I always wanted to open up my own studio. So when I was offered this job for the program that I'm teaching at now, it was like, wow, God, like, that's awesome. And then she told me how much I was going to get paid. And I was like, wow, God, you definitely do provide like way more than I thought I was, you know, even capable of making at that time. Like, Guys, the Lord provides, he does, in his timing, in his perfect way, in his perfect plan, he provides. And it's, he wants to see how much we trust him. He wants to see our yes to his plans for our lives. And when we say yes, when we take that big step of faith, yes, it's scary. And can you imagine how scary it was for Mary at the time as a, as a young teenager who was going to be married and who was a virgin? How, how are people going to react to this, to her yes of bearing a child and, you know, becoming pregnant and all of that? Like, how are people going to react? But her yes to God's plan for her far outweighed other people's reactions or thoughts about her. And for me, you know, the moment I laid my plans down to God, he totally surprised me. And out of this, out of my yes to his plan and purpose after college, I got a really good job and I found my husband. Like if I went out and did what I wanted to do, I don't know where I would be right now. I don't know what I would exactly be doing, but I'm married now and I found the love of my life. And that's always something I wanted as a little girl. I wanted to be a wife. I wanted to be married. I wanted to be a mom. And it's just so cool how the Lord provides and how he knows us so well and how he loves us so, so much. You know, he wants us to be happy because he loves us so much. He doesn't want to see us sad or hurting or striving. He wants us to rest in his plans and his promises for us. And when, and when we do, he surprises us in the best, best way. So the moment you let God into the conversation and into the decision, he will make clear what you need to do. And maybe some of you right now, are on the fence about something. You know, you have a decision to make. And maybe it's easy for you to run to your friends and ask them what you should do or run to your family members and ask their opinion on it. But I want to encourage you guys to maybe just give it to God, to lay it down to God and ask him to make it clear. And maybe he won't answer your prayers right away. But guys, he's going to answer them in the right timing. And he's going to make happen what's supposed to happen in his timing. And he does that for protection. You know, he doesn't want to speed anything along when you're not ready for it. And that's what's so cool about God. Like, you know, these big steps, you know, that are scary for us. Mary saying yes to bearing a child at such a young age. Um, you know, my yes to, you know, saying yes to God and what he wanted from me, it's a big step because it it takes us out of our comfort zone. And the moment we are out of our comfort zone, we have to rely on God. I mean, who else, who else is going to help us through what we're going through? And, um, 
all of that. So I think that is just so cool that he is always there wanting us to take his hand, um, no matter how scary the yes might be. So I just want to encourage you guys, like, in your quiet time with the Lord this week, you know, with any relationship, one person can't be doing all the talking, right? It's not a relationship. And I feel like I've talked about that before. So in your quiet time with the Lord this week, I want you to just sit with him and ask him, what do you want me to do, Lord? You know, what you've been putting on my heart, maybe he's putting something on your heart right now, what you've been putting on my heart, how do you want me to react and respond to this? And if I do, and when I do, you know, I need you. I need you to be there with me. I need to, you know, when I take your hand, I need you to guide me. And you know what, guys? He will because he loves you so much. He's going to give you the peace. He's going to give you the comfort. He's going to give you the peace of mind you need after you make that, say that, you know, give him that yes. Give him your yes. And um, I'm just so excited to see what your yes to him might be and where it's going to take you because it's probably going to take you to places you never thought. I never thought I would be in Winston-Salem, North Carolina right now after I graduated. You know, I wanted to be married at a young age, but I didn't know I was actually going to be married at a young age. You know, it's it's so cool to see. I didn't know, you know, I would be teaching and having this awesome job right now that I love so much, you know, at the age I am. And it's just, it's just so cool, like, to see God's faithfulness through it all. So I hope that brings some encouragement to you guys today. It's going to be a shorter episode this week, but I just hope that this episode can bring some encouragement for you guys moving forward. And if there's any way I could be praying for you with what your yes might be and what you feel like the Lord is putting on your heart, please reach out to me because I would love to be praying for you and cheering you on with whatever that might be. So I love you guys. I hope you have an incredible week and we've got some incredible, incredible people coming on the podcast in the next couple weeks. I'm so excited for you guys to um, be listening to the next couple of episodes, but love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. Get your Christmas shopping done. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. (laughs) And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Are you guys ready for the raise the bar segment today? All right, here we go. So I want to challenge you guys to be very mindful about the first 30 minutes of your day when you wake up. So what I mean is try not to go to your phone right away and scroll through social media, check your emails, go through all of your notifications. I want you to be super mindful about what you do for the first 30 minutes. Okay, I can definitely tell a difference when I go through all of my notifications social media emails right away when I wake up and honestly it does not put me in the best headspace when I let myself just naturally wake up and get ready for the day it's a lot more peaceful and I'm a lot more ready to start the day in the right headspace versus scrolling and being consumed by what my phone is telling me and I know it can be hard especially if you do use your phone as your alarm like I do but just try and challenge yourself this week first 30 minutes Get ready without your phone.